find your forte. Live your forte. Yeah, welcome to another Finding Your Forte podcast. It's Seeps. And yeah, thank you for listening to the previous episodes that I've done. But today, I've got a very interesting guest. Um, he's in the jewellery game, which is a bit different to, you know, the previous guest that I've done. And he's caught my attention in terms of, you know, the work he's done in the past. Um, followed him for a while and can see that, you know, he's a very like-minded individual. So I thought it would be best to kind of bring him on. Um, I know Miss J the Jules, but at the same time, I'll allow him to introduce himself and we'll take it from there. How are you, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah. How's your day been so far? It's actually been blessed. Just been work, 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 work. So what does work entail for you? Uh, loads of different things from running around, hat and garden, to working at home on, on my bench, doing teeth, mm. to classwork, doing making other things for classwork basically. Okay, so yeah. are you, so in terms of, so you're based in Hatton Gardens? Yeah. Cool, so do you work for someone or are you kind of no, freelance? I'm freelance all for myself. Okay, cool, so what is it, is your base in Hatton Gardens? Yeah. Cool, so what kind of jewellery do you kind of specialise in? Um, I specialise in, let's say, fashion jewellery. Fashion, okay. urban, everything really, but I would say the main things is anything creative. Okay, so what would you say is the most interesting piece you've made? A Game Boy pendant. I think I saw the picture of that yeah. one actually, yeah. Which, which is yeah. right, yeah. Okay, even got it on yeah, right now. Right. Like, so it's there. Okay. So how long did that take you to make? Uh, probably about a week, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So how, what made you want to get into jewellery? Is it something that was family or just, you know, how did you get into it? Because it's not really a conventional <laughs> thing you this get This is into. always a story as well. Like, I didn't, it, it was just one of those things where... I actually found it. I actually went. I was. I know. I was in a bad place, and I went to. I went to go get a job, so I went okay. to the job center. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to the job center, there was a course there for um, jewelry, which is Holtz Academy, okay. which is where, which is based on my road, mm. which obviously I already previously know because it's on my road. Mm. So and I was just like, no, nah, I don't want a job, man. I want. I'd rather just go study and do mm. this. So and that's and that's. So how you I just went. fell into it. Yeah, I fell into it, and then plus when I got into it as well, I've already got a cousin who does jewelry. Okay. He's previously studied. He's who's mm. in it five years experience. Like who's called um, Ricardo Antonio. Okay. Yeah, he's probably bigger. He's probably big in jewelry as yeah, well yeah. Like, at the moment, up and coming. Mm -hmm. But obviously with him telling him, he pushed me in it, and then yeah. just doing things with him. So what were you doing? So was it at this dark space because you didn't have work or was it just like a culmination of events? Just combination of events, yeah. you know what I mean? Hard times. Yeah, no, I understand. You know when you just hit rock bottom. So. Yeah. How old are you for that? I mean, 25. 25. So yeah. when did you get into it? I got into it uh, just, before, just before I turned 23. Okay, so like two years? Yeah. Okay, so um, was it through the job centre you got onto yeah. the course? Okay. Yeah. And they funded everything yeah. and everything of that nature? That's why as well. See, I remember like when I was, what, 18, 19, and I had just left uni, and I was finding it hard to get a job, but I was so reluctant to go to the job centre. Because yeah. I feel like as soon as you walk in, you see people in the job centre, and you feel like, nah, this is not me. So how was it for you walking into the job centre? Like, did, was there like a... Like, what was the psychology behind it? Or like, how did you feel? Was it just something that you just kind of accepted to sign no, on? No, I just or? accepted, man, because I've, obviously I've handed out CVs and mm. all of that stuff, and mm. I've never really got a reply. So then, mm. you know, I just thought, go to the job center. I know definitely they can get you a job there. Mm. Did you actually have the confidence that they would find you something? Uh, not really. I just went in just to just to go, just to do it. Like, mm, fair enough. You know what I mean? I just went just to go do it, just because I just thought, you know what? I just want a job now, man. Mm. There's nothing else to do, like. Nothing else is working, so let me go get a job. What did you have, like, when you were younger, like, what were your aspirations into? I was doing fashion before. Okay, so, yeah, like... so I had a clothing brand. Oh, okay, what was it called? Yeah, it was called Luxury Lifestyle. And how successful was it all? It was all right, it wasn't yeah. quite big. Got it on a couple people, okay. got it out there. Why did you not continue in that vein? Um, I think I think my passion just went just went for it. When I think I it's hard to keep your passion for clothing. Yeah. I think it's, it takes a lot of labour, a lot of startup costs, a lot of yeah. Do you know, and another thing as well is, I'll be honest. Not the, I'll be honest. It's just that putting the money in and putting the money, the same money don't come out that you put in. 
yeah, it takes a while to get your rate of return. It takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> how much would you, like, without, I guess, disclosing figures is too much, but how much would you say you invested into that venture? Yeah, a couple grand. Yeah. Yeah. Do you regret it? No, 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 no. Because it still got me all the links that I know today. Mm. If you know what I mean, yeah. still that I still use while I'm mm -hmm. doing jewelry and everything, okay. so it Fair still enough. worked out in my way. <laughs> was in terms of like the jewelry, because I know that you're quite prominent in doing grills. Yeah. Now, would you say that that's where most of your business lies, doing grills? Yeah, I would say I would say at the moment, yeah, most of my business does lie doing grills. It's mm. expanded more into doing like you know custom jewelry, like pendants and things like that. But okay. At the moment, the bread and butter is grills. And do you feel like? But well, I see the one thing about grills that I sometimes feel is that sometimes it's like a trend. Uh, yeah, it, to tell the truth, it is, but it is, it's a weird one because yeah. it's a trend that, it is a trend. But the way it's looking is, it's still, it's still marinating here. Yeah. Because it's still fully not, it's still fully not a trend yet. Okay. If you get what I'm saying, like it is, it's, a, it's still a coming trend. Okay, that's what that's what it is. I guess on the flip side, you could say that everyone's had gold teeth for years, like yeah. from from our, like, our parents' generation and beyond that. Like, well, yeah, you know, I can still remember Ian Wright having a gold tooth that made me want to get one. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? so yeah. and that was like what 10, 15, 20 years ago. So well, it's, it's, you, you know, people still want a gold tooth now. So I guess maybe it's a bit shorthanded to say it's a trend. But um, in terms of when you do jewelry and things of that accord. What is it that you kind of learnt from doing it? What was it the like the, the the surprising moment or the thing that the lesson that you learnt the most that you didn't really realize about jewelry? Of all the things I could do with jewelry, that oh, okay. all, all the things that you can do within jewelry as mm. well. Like there's so much that you can do within jewelry. Like mm -hmm. once you take the time, once you start studying, you learn that it's hard to specialise in, in all things. Mm -hmm. You have to, it's like, if you're going to take the time to specialise in one thing, that's the only thing you're going to be able to specialise mm -hmm. in, I, I specialise in until you take the time to specialise in something else, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Because you just won't be as good as that one thing because mm -hmm. that's what jewellery is, is just time and dedication. Yeah. Because you're never, you're never just going to jump in it and then be the best or be good at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just not what no, it is. That's the reality of it. It's just mean. experience and time just makes you better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's one of those things you've got to put in the hours. Do you feel like it's... Do you think it's a dying craft? Because you don't see many jewels. Well, not see, the, to yeah. tell the truth, to tell the truth, it's, I think, I think, I think it, it is a dying craft for all those traditional jewellers. Because okay. all those traditional jewellers, basically, they train their family to go and do it and mm. everything. And now their family, their families, their sons and sons and daughters, they don't want to be jewellers no yeah, more. Yeah. They want to be, they want to be musicians, they want to <laughs> be fashion artists, yeah. they want to do this, they want to yeah. do that. They don't want to do jewellery no mm. more. So then people don't have no one to teach anymore. Mm. So do you feel like... But, you benefit from that. Well, yeah, you do. Because now, now you've got places like that. Now you've got a lot of people like, well, me... Well, yeah, last, like, like I would say from my year, there's not a lot of people like me. Like most mm. people that was on my course all got, they was all they all had families that done jewellery and okay. things like that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? They all came from a jewellery-based background. Yeah. Like, and not many, and then now on the courses, the, the levels, the years below me now, mm. they're the ones that there's a lot more people just coming in from, mm. just coming in to do it. So okay. you'll be seeing a lot more in the future, I think. Within mm. five years, you'll be seeing a lot more <laughs> jewellers, you, especially you young people. Do you feel like in like the jewellery game, you there's kind of like, not like a jewellery mafia, maybe that's a bit too much, but maybe there's like a kind of close-knit community that's kind of hard to break into? Uh, well, there is, yeah. It is, there is, it is a, a mm. jewellery community. It mm. is a jewellery community. Do you know what I mean? You've got to know who you know. Mm. Plus, you know, if there's things, or if you do, if you... If you know you got reputations as well, if you got a bad rep, you get blacklisted and things okay. like that. Yeah, you can get blacklisted. Is that like officially blacklisted or just like no, reputation that's, that's blacklisted? Like, yeah, that's like no one's working with you. Okay. So you Have you known any like stories of anyone yeah, that yeah, has been yeah, blacklisted? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you be able to like, expand <laughs> nah, on that? Nah, nah, <laughs> no? Nah, okay, fair enough. Fair I enough. can't, not fair that enough. one. Fair All enough. I can tell you is yeah, that yeah. it was for... It was for... A lot of money, like a lot oh, of money. so it was more money related. A hundred, hundreds, oh, wow. of, hundreds of grand. <laughs> yeah, about a hundred grand, like. So in terms of your course, do you get yeah. to learn about like the clarity of jewelry? You know, the the carrots of jewelry and things of like the more the yeah, technical you learn, stuff. Yeah, you learn bits and bobs. I'd say about the technical. You have to learn about carrots and how to, 
and because it comes in with the process of mm. casting and things okay. like that. So you have to learn a bit about that. Like when you're doing level 10, you learn bits and bobs about every little individual thing that you need to Okay, learn. so how would you map out like when you started to where you are now? What was like the kind of qualification journey? Well, I started with, I done a level two in jewelry manufacturing. Okay. So that's literally just learn how to do everything at the bench. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's just filing, learning to cut using a sword. Do you know what I mean? Learning then to stone setting basics and everything really. And then now, I'm doing level three, but now what I'm doing now is um, CAD. So that's 3D. okay. So learning how to do 3D, 3D design. designs. Okay, yeah. yeah. So learning how to do jewelry, but through 3D printing and everything. Okay, so they've got 3D printers that help make the cast. Well, or? what is it? So in that, so the process of 3D printing and jewelry is it works with. I'll design it. Mm -hmm. 3D print it, and then I'll get that 3D print casted. Okay. Yeah, because it'll get 3D printed in a castable wax. So, okay, cool. Yeah, which is used. So in terms of like, so I guess for me, in terms of my knowledge of jewellery, I guess my uncle who, you know, was a jeweller in yeah. India. So I guess the only know of a lot of Indians, you know, we yeah, do yeah. like our jewellery yeah, and yeah, we do yeah, like yeah, our yeah. gold particularly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, so I guess for me, it's like I've always kind of been around that kind of 24 carat, 22 yeah, yeah, carat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum won't let me touch anything less than 18 carat, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Um, but from like gold and in terms of jewellery in its sense, like what is the difference between the carats for those that may not know? Or what is the diff what, what is the difference? It's different alloys. Okay. That's what it is. So mm -hmm. let's say, like, the different carrots is like, fi like raw fine gold mm -hmm. is just raw gold. Mm -hmm. What it is is you'll use that and mix it with different alloys to get the different carrots. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so it's like, how do you get, like, like people don't understand how you get rose gold. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, rose gold is, is it's got alloys of golden, mm -hmm. alloys of copper, and a few, I don't know what other alloys, I can't remember, but mixed together and that's how you get that So colour. in essence, it's like a bastardised gold rose gold. Well, that's what it is. It's, it's yeah. mixing different alloys together yeah. to get to mm. get that. So do you also mix your jewellery to no, get... No, I don't, I don't do the casting process. Okay. Like I said, that, that's that's a whole type of thing. Like I've seen it done, I've, mm -hmm. gone, I've gone and seen the whole process done, mm -hmm. but... That's a whole process in <laughs> in its own that you need to be doing. Is that something that you'd like to learn? Probably, maybe in the future, maybe in the future. Like you'd have to. That's the thing. The thing about these things is you have to. Like I said, you have to have the time. Mm. So like, if I was gonna go into casting, then that's what all I'll be doing for mm. a whole while, a whole while, mm. just to get into it. But unless unless. I set up, unless I had casting within my company, mm -hmm. doing it within, but apart from that, I don't know, I don't think so. Yeah. So in terms of like, so you did your jewellery course, yeah. you did it, so was it you just kind of using this network that you had from your previous ventures that kind of started you off? Well, how I started off doing it outside was, like I said, I got my cousin and he was the one that he actually showed me how to do grills. Okay. And he was the one, so at, at the same time as I, as soon as I got into jewellery, is is the same time me and my cousin actually got with our own workshop. Mm, okay. So, and so I was still going to class two days a week mm -hmm. and then I was going into the workshop doing jewelry with him and he was teaching me. So his bring, workshop? Yeah. Okay. And he was bringing me him with his clients. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I, obviously I just came in, I don't have no clients. You're fresh, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, fresh. Yeah. So I'm learning how to do things on a professional level, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean, for clients that are actually mm -hmm. paying and then we're going back into class and still learning. Mm -hmm learning the little basics of yeah, actually yeah, yeah. how to do it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I was getting the double whammy of experience, basically. It was an apprenticeship, essentially. But yeah, yeah. Do you know, basically. Yeah. That's what it basically was. Yeah. So then, And then obviously he showed me how to do grills, mm -hmm. the whole process of doing it, and then I'm just taking it on myself. Is grills probably the easiest aspect to jewellery making? Um, I, wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't say it's easy, no. No. It's, it's all the same. It's all the same. I'd say it's all the same when you're making things. Yeah, it's all the same. It's just how you do it as well. Mm. Fair so enough. So it's just how you do it. But I would say great grills isn't easy. There's a lot of people trying to do grills at the moment. Yeah, I've noticed that there seems to be many more people offering yeah. grill services, and yeah. it's interesting to see because obviously you know competition is competition. Yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> in the same regard, like what have you noticed about other people that have made grills that? distinguishes you from them? Well, well no, there's only... 
I don't. I can't even say too much. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you There's only give the political yeah, answer. You no, there's the not many people that make grills like me and my cousin. Basically. Okay. So, what do you think that you and your cousin's grills makes it stand out? It's the quality and the way. It's the the quality and the finish and the way it looks. Okay. And the fit. So, do you feel like a lot of other people that do make grills, their their fitting may be a bit off? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. Like, there's important things to grills at the end of the mm. day. The thing, I think it is the quality. Mm-hmm. Um. The fit, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's just it, and the finish. Mm. <laughs> Fair play. Do you know what I mean? Those three things, and you're happy. Yeah. And especially, but the fit is a major one. If the mm. fit's off, then... That's all that makes the be one end all, really. Yeah. Because it's going to fit in your two foot, it's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, in terms of, like, grills, have you done anything, any grills for anyone prominent or noteworthy, or has it just been general clients? Um, Not yet, I would say. Mm. Not yet, uh, apart from... No, not yet. I don't mm. say. But I've done, I, I done grills for a good few, like a couple artists. Not yeah. big artists, yeah. but, you know, friends and that, I'd say. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But in the same regard, like, I understand, like, for me, one thing I did notice was a lot of your presence is largely, like, social media yeah, from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah, this yeah. is not to discount your own network, but at the same time, from my perception, it's been largely yeah. social network oriented. And I guess one of the discussions that I have with a lot of people is, like, do you even need a website these days? And this, yeah, do you know what? You don't, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. You don't. So how is how do you think you've been able to leverage social media and why would you say that not having a website is not necessary? I would say, again, I'd say it depends on what you're doing as well. So, like, for me, everything is... Everything is visual. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say most things for, like, Instagram. Instagram mm-hmm. is probably the where the main the main place where I get all my customers. Okay, is Instagram mm-hmm. because everything is visual based mm-hmm. on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to see pictures of grills. True. Everyone wants to see how the grills look True. before they buy them. True. So, <laughs> True. do you know what I mean? So it's, I'd, I'd I'd say you don't really need a website. Do you know what I mean? They can contact you there. They can see you there. And mm-hmm. They can talk to you on there. Yeah. Much e- probably maybe more easier than on the website. Maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Do you not feel at times you're maybe limiting yourself? Because I was having this conversation with my cousin and he's on the flip side. Yeah. So he's got a business where he's got little to zero social media presence. Yeah. But he's got a website and he's got the different channels he works on, yeah. like Amazon, eBay and things yeah. of that nature. Slightly different. Obviously, you can't necessarily sell a grill on Amazon. Yeah. But um, I guess the, the conversation was around like, in his, in his way, he, his, his mentality was there's more people not on social media than there are on social media and therefore by having a good web presence beyond social media can do you more benefit than you kind of putting yourself in a bubble of operating in just twitter and instagram no i agree but i think both Mm. do you know what i mean i think you need to have a big both (laughs) no it's true i mean the best of both worlds is ideally the case but i feel like uh, for a lot of young startup businesses, I guess it's very much easier to operate in the kind of social media space because it's so easy to connect with people. But I think sometimes they can disregard the importance of having a website yeah. and how much it can bring to you. Well, yeah, it's true. Because mm. I think, yeah, I think I do get what you're saying. Mm. But they are a bit of both the same. But I think it's, again, a website is, again, it's just it's more professional. Yeah. If you do you know what I mean, once yeah. you've got a website, sometimes sometimes people see a website, they think, okay, yep, yeah, you've got a website, let me check it out. Yeah, it's certified. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. check this exactly, just exactly what you said, yeah. it's certified. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the thing, what it is, it's just certified. <laughs> Has anyone questioned your credibility? Um, no. 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 Cool. Um, only because that's what I was saying, because I've been doing grills for, with my cousin. Yeah. He's got credibility, so yeah. you kind of leverage you know I mean? it off. Yeah, so obviously, and he's brought me into yeah. the game, kind mm-hmm. of. And mm-hmm. he's built, building up his credibility mm-hmm. has enabled my credibility, do you know what I mean? Fair play. So, that and through that, that's why people know that my quality yeah. is good. No, of course, of course. I <laughs> yeah, mean, just, I, do you know what I mean? I guess yeah. the question of me asking you about credibility was not to necessarily discredit. No, no, but I you know what I mean? It was, it's yeah. like, but it's like, you know what I mean? Reps, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's still, yeah, it's no, still like, that's how it is in the jewelry. It's a bit, it's weird, man, but yeah, mm. that's it is at the end of the day. So, 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 do you have an intention of bringing our website? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do still. I, I'm, I have intention of bringing it. I don't know. I don't know if it's exactly gonna be for me, mm. but it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a website for grills, anyways. 
for, oh, specifically. for a girls, yeah, for a girls company. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's gonna be a J Jules website, but it's gonna be a website for girls. Okay. Do you yeah. feel like girls is what you wanna focus on within jewelry? At the moment, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot I can do in it. Yeah. It's, there's it's you know it's like I said, it's an untapped thing. It is a, mm. it's a trend, it's a trend, but mm. it's a trend coming in. It's still not no, here definitely. yet. It's like it's like the weed buzz in America. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's just bubbling. It's still all this. It's just brewing. It's, yeah, it's, it's just still brewing. brewing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And especially like in America, girls and all that stuff have been played out. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's true. Teeth, yeah, teeth have been here and there and yeah. over here, but the whole grills trend, you know, fashion thing mm. is just about to begin here, like, and especially and not just here and other places around the world as well. It's yeah. happening. Fair play. Like in Europe. So do you get a lot of European customers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you... How do you kind of cater for them? Because that's a bit difficult when you're looking Uh, at... uh, Ship mould kits. How does that work? I'll send them a mould kit. So basically I'll send them a mould kit and they will do their mould themselves. Okay. Yeah. But is that, I guess... It sounds cool and it sounds pretty nifty, but I'm thinking like... I guess someone doing something that they're not quite sure what they're doing and they send it back. Or is it really simple? Am I overthinking it? Well, that's the thing. It's simple to do, but obviously some people do get it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And do it. Just, it makes my job harder. That's all it is, mm. basically. Yeah, fair. This makes my job harder. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's what we've got to do to send the mold kit. I guess so. Would you ever like fly out? Well, yeah. Do... That's 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 on the plan, anyways. Yeah. Actually, that's on the plan to go do something. Yeah, cause I think one. Flat. I think what would be pretty cool. I don't know. This is like usually I get ideas when I'm doing podcasts with people, but like yeah. doing like a pop up shop. Well, that's the yeah. idea, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, I've already been in talks. Still, like I'm trying to do a pop up. Well, what I'm trying to do is do a launch, launch a website mm-hmm. doing a pop up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. Cause I think like with something like grills, where you know you do need to take a mold and things of that accord. Having a pop up just gives you that direct interaction. Well, yeah, that's the reason. Like I've I've featured at pop ups. Okay. But I want to do my own one. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I I think that's the one that will just mm. set me out from everyone else here. Anyways, mm. in London, that's doing grills to tell the truth. No, I think it would be pretty cool. I think, I think sometimes one thing I've noticed, and I think I've been a victim of it myself. Or sometimes, I think where we work in such an online space now we kind of have disconnected of having that kind of human facing business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we want to do everything online. We want to transact online. We want to do oh, everything. Yeah. We just want to just do everything that comes easy online where you forget, actually, if you did do a pop-up shop, people are going to physically walk by and they're going to physically see your goods. Well, yeah, well, that's, I mean? that's why I like doing the mobile. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Doing the girls' mobile, going yeah. to people and doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Going to their places, like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like for real. Yeah, for going real, yeah. to them and things like that. And the pop-up is just like that. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. come to me, I get to interact with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't even, they might not get it then and there, but they come down just to check it out. Do you know what okay. I mean? So that's all right. I don't mind. It's just inquiries at the end of the day or, yeah, no, or sales. So, and people are happy as well. No, I agree. I guess another thing is like it was quite interesting is like, I guess in jewellery you're working with quite high end, high value goods. Yeah. Now, would you say that most of your clients are relatively young? Uh I would say different ages. I would say they are young. What would you say the kind of brackets are or like the spectrum is? Between what age and what age? A spectrum, I've had probably I've probably had like I don't know, like 17 to probably, I don't know, about 30s. Okay, so relatively, if you were to break it down, I guess they say 16 to like 34. Yeah, as if to yeah say a bracket. basically. Fair enough. I mean, do you ever get any objections in price? Because I guess you that might be a frustrating factor. Objections? What, like people say, no, that's too much? And yeah. Things like that. Yeah, I've had that, but... How do you handle things like that? I mean, because... For everyone that I kind of speak to that has got their own like kind of business, especially when they're from they're young themselves and they're starting up. Yeah. I guess the one thing is that they want to cater for their own, but the one thing that they hear from their own, as in their own young people, is oh that's too pricey or yeah. that's too expensive or you know mates rates or discounts and things yeah. like that. How well, do you feel about that? Um, 
I don't know. I make people realize at the end of the day they're buying jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. I guess. It, do you know what I mean? Like it's that's, true. that's what I make people realize at the end of the day. What did you What did you expect? Do you know what I mean? When yeah. you're buying jewelry, do people? It's not like you're buying. That's the, and this is the, this is. Yeah, it's it's jewelry at the it's yeah. jewelry at the end of the day. Like it's not like at the end of the day, it's not like clothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not material. Mm. Like it is a materialistic thing, but it ha does have value. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It is a commodity in its yeah. own right. So you, you know what I mean? You can these things that you're buying jewelry, you can then re resell. Yeah. And um, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're not. Do you know what I mean? There is value to it. It's an asset more than <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So and that's the thing what people don't realize. Like mm -hmm. so and again like. When I saw the price and to say that's too much, there's it's nothing I can do about it. Do you ever like, how do you kind of, when they say like, oh, no, it's too much, do you ever get that kind of thing? But well, one thing that used to like bother me or, when I used to do business is like, they'll say, oh, I'll get back to you. And they never got back to you. Yeah, I've had that. Or I, do you know is I can just cater to what they want, to mm. cater to their price, isn't it? Because mm. there's certain things, like some people say they want gold and then you tell them the price and then, and then what I'll do is I'll offer them silver, but then gold plated. Do you know what I mean? I'd offer them a gold plated, a gold plated option, okay. just to just to lower the price. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? If they're fine with having gold plated, that's there's no problem. It looks just yeah. as good. Do you know what mm. I mean? So. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks just as good, but it's not really gold. So. Well, that's just yeah. the thing. It's just <laughs> yeah. not gold. It's the reality. It? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, but that's the reality. You want gold, but you can't afford. You can't. You mm. well, you can afford for it. Was too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. No, it's true. Then you don't want it. <laughs> so in terms of like gold and so forth, I guess. Do you keep track of like gold prices and things like that? Have you come kind of savvy to um, that? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't, I'm not hard on it, but I do have a look when I go in a car, because I go in a car it's like every day. So okay. I do have to. Is there like I mean? a difference between like the caster's price and say the market price itself? No, it's the same. The okay. caster's price is the same. They just put their casting, they just put a casting charge on top. Okay, so you I mean, have to pay that casting yeah, charge. Yeah, so I have to pay the I have to pay the amount for whatever metal it is in the yeah. casting charge as well. Okay, so when it comes to like making jewelry, and you've now made so you, I, earlier you said something about you know making like jewelry that's like kind of urban. Yeah. Now, how would you kind of describe urban? Because I feel like that it's always well, such it's a loaded like, word sometimes. Let's just be, let's let's just be honest. It's like do you know what I mean. It's not, I wouldn't say urban, I'll just say, because it's not traditional jewellery, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's new school jewellery, it's like jewellery that's that's going to be worn in fashion, music and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. the, and especially like, you know what I mean, the main number one source of is, of jewellery, probably buyers, is, is rappers. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? From the music industry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that like what you generally want to cater to or is that who you just do um, so no I wouldn't say to? that's who I generally want to cater to I want to cater to everyone there's loads of different people like mm. I've got a difference diff I've got different I would say different clientele markets mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like I've got tattooists I've got young people I've got musicians dancers mm. to people that just work personal trainers mm -hmm. loads of different people do you know what I mean mm. there's, I've yeah I've come across a lot of different types of people so mm. I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say it's to like just the rappers and that, yeah. right? I think, because well, the only reason I asked about the, the urban question, because I guess it's like, for a lot of people, they try to move away from that urban label because yeah. they feel like they pigeonhole them or yeah. they get stigmatised. Are you afraid of being stigmatised? Um, no, because it's the new, like I said, it's the new wave that's coming up. <laughs> so you're, you're very much confident in... Yeah. Yeah. It's the new because everyone's trying to jump onto it now. Yeah, fair, fair. fair, fair. <laughs> Even all the traditional jewelers, they're trying to jump onto it. Oh, really? It now. Yeah. Okay. Because, like I said, they don't, they can't. All the people, they, all their people, they couldn't teach no more. Yeah. All their family members, they couldn't teach no more. So yeah. now, they're gonna have to <laughs> jump onto the, to the no. urban wave now. No, Get this is true. <laughs> this is true. But the thing is, is watch. The only thing that kills it is, they don't know nothing about it. Do you know what I mean? They're not for the culture. Let's put it like that. They're not for the culture, but they got the money to back it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, do you have you ever have you found any? What was that? Probably say the most frustrating thing has been while being a jeweler. The most frustrating thing. Like an experience or like a moment or a lesson you've even learned from it that you didn't realize. That's just like been a hard experience while you started off. Um.
I would say... Like, have you ever had, like, a bad customer probably, probably pay, Probably pay after. When people tell me to pay off, that they want to pay after. Was <laughs> that in the very beginning what you'd, like... Is that something that you still employ now? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. When people tell me that they want to pay after, the job's done. Yeah. That's the one that's frustrating. <laughs> and is it when they don't pay or is it just the No, it doesn't that? happen, but it just it frustrates me because I think to myself, like, you wouldn't go to the other, you wouldn't go to H.M. Samuels and, and, yeah, say, I'll pay and, and pay I'm paying after. Yeah, so do you think you're ultimately like... So it makes me think, would you think, do you know what I mean? It's, it means that you, you don't think that the, the credibility is high enough, yeah, do you know true, what I mean? True, So how did you, do you still, do you combat that now or is it something that you still allow, but you're just a bit more mindful of? Nah, people, t obviously some people say that now nah, and I just, I, I just tell them what it is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, either, I either do money up front or half deposit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think half deposit depends, is very reasonable. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is, it depends on obviously, so it covers the job. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because it just, it's just, obviously I have seen, obviously working with my cousin, I have seen that there is, it's easy to like, people can say, yeah, I'll pay after. You do the job, you've spent money, and then mm. it's then again, it's waiting on the, the client's time to the, when they want to pay you. So, do you know what I mean? What if they don't want that item right now? Yeah, it's true. They can choose to pay you in six months. <laughs> Have you ever had that? No. So usually most people play, are generally quite prompt. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it is. I just, I explain, well, do you know what it is? I explain to the people what, I told them, exactly the process of mm. what it is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when it comes to grills. So. Yeah, fair, fair. So is that generally like grills and that? So in terms of like jewellery pieces now? Jewellery pieces is, is probably a bit different. It's, I would, it's mostly deposits, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it is a bit more, mm. depending on what you're getting, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because that, that's when it is coming a bit more high value, so. What kind of a design? I know you've got the Game Boy design. Is there any other designs that you're working on? Ooh. In it. <laughs> what do you think about the geisha? Yeah, I'm doing a geisha. I'm doing basically a, a geisha girl face. Okay. That I'm going to turn into a pendant. Um, will it be a small pendant, big pendant? Yeah, it'll be a small pendant about this big. Okay, the same size as the Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, about the same size as the Game Boy. It's pretty interesting. So yeah. is that 22? 18? No, 18. 18? Yeah. Is any reason, like, do you deal with 22 and 24? Um... Not really, unless the client, uh, uh, yeah, unless the customer asks for it. Mm. So you have access to it. Just yeah, a yeah, of, I have just access to it. whatever carrots really. Yeah, whatever carrots is just a question of whoever wants it. Mm. But generally, yeah. it's like eighteen. Yeah, gen 14. generally the the basics is just nines and eighteens. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's what generally people want. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. People just want gold. Do you know what I mean? They don't really care what how many carrots is. They just want mm. gold. Do you ever? What is your preference, silver or gold? Or you used very much a gold My person. preference, I don't mind. I like, I like both, you know. And you like mixing them too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always had that superstition of like, my mum always told me never mix silver and gold. Like, people never wear that. silver and gold. Yeah, I love say it. That. I yeah. like both, man. I can't lie. Yeah? I mix both. So in terms of what you're wearing right now, in terms of jewellery, how much of it is made? Like, have you made? Have I made? Yeah. Um, probably I'll try just, to take pictures and post it, you know, with the just podcast. Just the necklaces. Bro. Just the, the necklaces? Ones, yeah, the other ones I've bought. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, and one was from um, one was from my mum. Ah, <laughs> uh, sweet. So, yeah, in, have you made any jewelry for your mum? I have, you know. That okay. was actually the first the first pendant I made was from my mum. Still, is it? Yeah, it was, a, it was a it was a peace sign. <laughs> oh, swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has she been very supportive of your endeavors? Yeah, yeah. She loves it, man. She loves that I do jewelry. Was there ever a point where, say, when you going back to the dark space you were referring to when you were kind of before you started, and you got into this? Yeah. Um, was it a dark space in terms of you not knowing what direction you wanted to go career-wise? Was it after school? After, did you go uni by any chance? No, I didn't go to uni. I, um, what did I do? I was, like I said, I was doing fashion and then that just, I don't know, the passion just went and then, I don't know. I think I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do anymore and then I just thought, let me just go get a job. <laughs> Were you looking willing to take any kind of job? Yeah, I actually didn't even care what job it was. I just wanted to get some money and get a job, just do something that mm. I just just do. I just wanted to do something that paid me, <laughs> and just I did something. Yeah, so you just really just wanted looking for something. Yeah, 
means purpose, to an end. Yeah, purpose, yeah. You know what I mean? Basically a purpose. Do you know what mm. I mean? A purpose that pays. <laughs> was, you, was you kind of like lacking confidence at that time? No, I wouldn't say I was lacking confidence. So yeah, actually, no, you could say you could say that actually. Do you know what mm. I mean? You can you can say that because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I wasn't headstrong or where I wanted to be. I just but I just knew I wanted to get a job. I just knew I wanted to do something. Mm. Didn't really care. So were you when you started the course, was there ever a moment you wanted to stop doing it? Or was it from day one you're like, no, I'm sticking with this? No, like I didn't really have a passion for it as well. No, I didn't. I don't really have a passion for jewelry. I still don't. I, don't, I still don't really think I have a passion for jewelry. Oh really? I like it. No, I love jewelry. I like doing do, doing it, but I don't. So what's the difference between liking something and having a passion for it then? If in your eyes, it's what comes out of it. I like what I can do from it. It's not the like. It's not. I don't like. I wouldn't say I love jewelry. Do you know what I mean? I, so like it's a means people, to an end for you. Yeah, it's a means for me to do more, basically. And what is more for you? Like, is building my ultimate brand, man. <laughs> and what does that brand consist of? Well, to tell the truth, loads. Like, let's just say the first thing's just going to be jewellery. <laughs> mm. First thing's going to be jewellery. You know, I, li- I like to go all-round design, basically. So, it's like, you know what I mean? Even clothing, interior... Okay, whatever so design, whichever, whatever I can design, that's what I would want to do. Do you have like so from young? Have you always been a designer? Like yeah, yeah. I started doing graphic design. I taught myself how to do graphic design. Then from that, doing fashion. Did you ever do productions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when that's <laughs> when I it? came up. Yeah, yeah man. I was doing productions for so many people. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. Was it MySpace ones? Or yeah, was I was doing <laughs> the MySpace ones, Bebo, everything. So what was you using them? Um, Photoshop, for Impact? Full Impact. Full Impact, full Impact. I remember those ones. And then I, put, I didn't have a photo shoot. Was too, that was too experienced for me. That was too far. Funny enough, I pants. started out on full Impact and I was doing all those lightning, yeah, bubbles, yeah, all them things. That was there. the best. Um, and then I come across Photoshop <laughs> and then I was just like, where the hell do I start? But then... I just ended up reading bare yeah, tutorials. You have to do that. That's the just so many tutorials, and it's different because back then there weren't no YouTube. Really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you had to learn just by what reading websites, which was so hard, and like you tried to imitate it and it just wouldn't work. Yeah, you just tried to do it. But, uh, so that, I guess that put you in good stead to always kind of keep that graphic. Well, how come you didn't necessarily pursue something in graphic design academically? I don't know. I just didn't like designing things for people. <laughs> I hear yeah. that, you know. It was always, you know, people people too that. picky when it comes to design and things, man, yeah. for them. Like especially graphic designs like Even now picky. it's like I do like the odd Snapchat filter when someone asks yeah, okay. me to, it annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, man. Like they're like, Oh no, I don't want it like this and I'm like, Well, write a better brief then. Yeah, explain exactly how you yeah. want it. Give me so examples, give me like reference that. points and then I'll be able to deliver what you're looking for. But they expect you to like be in their head and then jot down what's on their head onto, onto the computer and it makes no sense. But yes, yeah, like, that's the one thing that made me drop off. I used to do productions, MySpace layouts. I remember even doing one for Black the Ripper, funnily enough, which was quite funny. Yeah, trust me, MySpace days was a completely different yeah. game. You could actually reach out to an artist, do something for them and they would actually like big it up. Yeah. They'll post it, oh, repost it, crazy, man. Things, and, things of that nature. But then it's like, I just got annoyed that people didn't, respect it enough to pay for it and i feel like even now a lot of graphic designers still feel that same frustration yeah 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 that is i think that's the well that's the thing the main thing with loads of low and loads of people in the industry at the moment mm. is that starving artist thing mm. that's what that's what uh, this is the now this is the thing about money like mm. i have these talks with loads of my friends these days about mm. it's it's because money does not get circulated around in our community that's true. And that's because people don't think other people have a value. So by community, how are you defining your community? I would say young people. Young people. Yeah, young people. Because yeah. obviously young people are the ones that are going to be doing something, are going to change shit in yeah. a couple of years, isn't it? Like yeah. every like what we're doing now mm. is going to change shit and it no, could be changed in a couple of years. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So that's going to inspire the next generation of young people that are growing up. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. So... I mean, so you make an interesting point in terms of like money circulating because it always is a quite a regular narrative that you tend to hear in terms of like supporting your own. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like 
like if, for instance, like if more people supported supported their own, then the more money, like let's say for instance, like like anything, for instance, like like boom, you got your phone cases. Yeah. Easy. It takes nothing for me to just pay you uh, yep. pay you for them phone cases. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That money that I've given you, you're going to pay someone. You, it takes nothing for you to pay someone else mm. for whatever they've got. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It takes nothing for that person to pay someone else for what they've got. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Someone else is coming back to you and paying for something for if you've mm-hmm. got. There you go. Money circulating around. I agree. I think the one thing is like with young people or like just people just in our community, I guess, not even just young people, it's like they always want something for nothing. Well, and that's it. <laughs> and it's, uh, do you know what? it's this entitlement thing because it's like I've had this this frustration not only with like friends, acquaintances and peers it's like if I'm selling something I've had to break it down to them and say listen you why are you so restricting or why are you so against putting money in my pocket because you know me you okay regardless of what money I got in my bank account yeah but you I am literally trying to sell you something the very least, by you putting money in my pocket, why are you so against putting money in someone that you know, but you're happy to put money in a stranger's pocket? Well, there you go. And that's the thing, what people <laughs> what people love doing these days, yeah. man. But I think at the equally so on the flip side, I do think as the seller, sometimes you can have a sense of entitlement as well. So I feel like a lot of people, like I've come across people who are doing something and if I'm brutally honest, I may not rate what they're doing. Yeah. Right? And, that's and, the, and that's the thing where it comes down to, like, you know, quality at the yeah. end of the day. Do you know what like, I mean? I'm happy to support, but at the same time, I don't necessarily think you should be entitled to my support. And it took me a long <laughs> while to kind of come over that. Because I remember, like, when I was much younger, I was in a space where it's like, oh, people don't want to help you. You do so much for people and da, 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 da. But then I got to a point where it was like, I'm not entitled to your support. Yeah. So I'll just kind of take whatever you give me. And if you don't buy it, I'm, I've got the open-mindedness and the awareness to know that there's 10 other people that will buy something. Yeah. And sometimes it's the generosity of strangers that will surprise you and that teaches you the lesson. Well, that's what I think it is. It's, I always learnt with business anyways, I'd rather want the strangers than my friends. Yep. And not in a mean way, not like that, but it's, to tell the truth, I know my friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I always this I always even said to my friends, I know you, like yeah. I know you. I don't like I know you. I wanna know someone I wanna know a stranger, someone new, a yeah. new customer. That builds your network in a different way. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I never really t- I never really to me, I never really cared about getting my friends to buy my shit, yeah. like and, and things like that. I always wanted other new people. Cause it's just that's how it if do you know what I mean? Like it's how are you gonna get it out to like, do you know what I mean, people in another country if you're trying to get it out trying to get it out trying to sell it to your I friends, think that's right? the biggest mistake that a lot of people make. Especially like I used to see this a lot with like clothing. Yeah. You get all your friends to wear it and then no one else is buying it. And then you're wondering why it's not really going outside the ends, for example. Yeah. And then it's really you need to have that kind of approach where a stranger can become a friend. Well, yeah, and that's what it is as well. Yeah, I think I think that's where a lot of people do go wrong and I think a lot of people but on the flip side I think some people are a lot more open to kind of selling to strangers now especially with online yeah Twitter Instagram a follower can become a friend real quick you know a follower can become an acquaintance very quickly yeah, yeah. so it's very easy to kind of build up that rapport yeah. even following someone for like five six months like I've only followed you for you know yeah, relatively yeah, yeah. short space of time but yeah. I've been able to see what you're about what you're doing yeah. da, 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 build a rapport yeah so then it makes it easier to kind of make it approachable and I think that's one thing that is the saving grace or the added value of being online but you you make a very interesting point in terms of the whole community aspect because sometimes I don't think money should even be the gain sometimes no but it's not the game but do you know is once people realize it's like, do you know what I mean? Money's money, people say money is bad, isn't it? But it's it's what you do with money that makes it bad. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like if people learn learn that money is just like it's fuel, isn't it? It's it's fuel to do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So so as long as people know that and they use it wisely and they mm-hmm. do what they need to do with it to get mm-hmm. to where they need to get to, yeah. then they're doing it properly. But if as long as and it's going around in the community, then mm-hmm. and especially from from young, if people are learning to do it for like if like if people are learning like if we was doing it now, more people are paying more people now, 
especially young people, will get passed out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it will just... More people will have money. You want to be hearing that starving artist thing. Do you know what I mean? Where, oh, I can't get this, I can't afford this, yeah. or I can't do this, no one's paying me for this, yeah, yeah. or no one's that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Especially where you're doing new things with, like, you know what I mean? What mm. you just showed me. Yeah. For, uh, do you know what I mean? For the website. That's another way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Exactly how so you're I saying we're express helping the community. That's now, what. That's the whole aim behind it. Exactly, enough, and that's another that way to just get uh, things people to circle. I can't get. I can't. I can't get paid. I can't get onto this. I don't know where to go. Let me go onto there. Yeah. No, it's Do you true. get what I'm saying? So it's that's true. another way. Like. <laughs> no, I agree. I think, but then having that mentality is very far and few, and I think yeah. very few do have that mentality because I think when you do grow up in the society we grew up in, I mean, even the areas we grew up in, it's very individualistic. Of you, course. You know, it's dog eat dog, every man for himself. And it's very hard to kind of change your tune to then now start wanting to yeah. help a next man. No, I know what you mean. I, I only learned, I only got learned it when I got into jewellery, to tell the truth. What was it with about jewellery that made you learn the lesson? Uh, there's enough money for everyone. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> to tell the truth. Because mm. like, jewellery is a, is a very complex, competitive game in it but like there is enough money for everyone mm. do you know what I mean like there's loads of people that make grills at the moment mm. and do you know what I mean I've been in the room with like five other people that make grills and everyone's still eating, eating. Yeah. do you know what I mean like so it's like why is there need for people to be hating <laughs> do you know what I mean so it's like yeah. so and especially if you can work with one another then do you know what I mean? Like so I've do had you work with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I still work with my cousin. I work with someone else called Daniel Diamonds, mm. who makes grills as well. We okay. do other things like so. It, and it like I do. I work with other people as well, like like other jewelers that make things. So it's, yeah, yeah. I would say it's there's there's enough for everybody to eat. Because mm. like even me, like I get paid for certain jobs that I do for people. Do you know what I mean? I pay people for certain jobs that they do for me. Okay, so, so yeah. like as a referral kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. And obviously people have actually passed passed their clients onto me because... They couldn't do it. Yeah, or, they couldn't do it or yeah. they haven't got the time or mm. they've actually got too much work to do. Mm. <laughs> Are you in that kind of position where you have too much work to do? Slightly, at the yeah. moment, slightly, slightly. I do have a lot yeah. of work on at the moment, on at the moment. But How soon, do you manage it? I'm le- do you know what, to tell the truth, I'm learning at the moment of different, like, different techniques to just speed up the process of doing it. Do you think like your time management's improved? Yeah. As a person? Yeah. yeah. It, has, it has to because, you know, when you've got like 10 to 20 different clients and they're just, and they've got asking for their teeth, you just, at certain points, like it's just, mm-hmm. you have obviously some clients, some clients don't mind when they get it. Some clients obviously have a set date. Sometimes I have to do it within a week for mm-hmm. people, do you know what I mean? And I've still got everyone else's on the go as well. Mm-hmm. So. It does get hectic, but it's just managing the clients and the and time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. So, I guess, really, it's more kind of discovering more about kind of you and in terms of your background. So, how would you like? How would you describe yourself if someone said like, "Where do you come from?" How would you say like, "What is your story from the very beginning?" So, it's a long one. That's a long one. I grew up in Central, so. Obviously, that's first off, that's different to most people. Like Central Central? Yeah, man. Okay. Like Central, like proper Central Central. People come Central and they think it's just... Not West End Central. I'm talking mm. like Central, like like Farrand- Farrandon. Basically. Oh, so like EC and that. Yeah, yeah EC. Okay. EC, that's what yeah. I, that's pro- okay. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Central. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> So that's where I grew up. I grew up in EC, mm. so... And do you know what I mean? It's different, obviously. And then I went to school in... Cam- I went to secondary school in Camden. What school did you go to? South Camden. Okay. Yeah. There must have been a lot of Asians in your school, Yeah. Right? That's it's crazy, Camden, man. man. Yeah, because I went um, Burley. I knew it. Yeah. I, already, I, bet, I knew it. <laughs> How did you know that I went Burley? I could just tell. I could just tell. <laughs> I could just tell. Yeah, if I went you know, If you know South Camden, then 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 you either went you, you you and you're from here, yeah, so yeah, you probably yeah. went Burley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went Burley. And I I actually, said, my, my cousin went, he went William Ellis. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went the swap as well, so yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, so then, do you know what I mean? Yeah, for all Camden, do you know what I mean? I grew up in Camden, so. Yeah. And then, but then having, li- living in EC is just, you know, everyone from everywhere, because it's in the centre, like, 
It's easy to get Yeah, it's easy to get to everywhere. So Mm. I knew people in East, I knew people in Camden. Obviously, I grew up in Camden, so I knew people in East as well because I used to chill in East at a certain point Mm. in Angel. And then basically everyone, I used to have friends in that went to school in South that Mm. were from obviously EC, so then I knew South people, like, mm. do you know what I mean? So I, I got to know everyone relatively, like, so. So do you consider yourself more so a Londoner? Because you know, like, everyone's like, I'm a South Londoner, I'm a North Londoner. Do you just consider yourself a Londoner? Pretty much. Considering that you don't necessarily have this, like, yeah, like, like my Yeah, like, my ends was always, it was always a neutral zone anyways. Mm. Like, it was always the neutral zone for people, like, people, for, do you know what I mean? Like, people used to come from South, People used to come from East mm. and they'll link up in my ends and mm. do you know what I mean? It's neutral, there's nothing going on because yeah. I don't, it's, it's our ends, do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't never beat, no beef in our yeah. ends. It was, because everyone, and again, like, because everyone, everyone thought it was just central, innit? Yeah, nothing. So, and plus no one's coming, do you know what I mean? If you're not from there, you're not going to know there, innit? Yeah. What was it like, obviously I know what South Camden is like, yeah. but for other people, like, what was it like going to school in Camden? It's funny, man. It's jokes. Going to school in Camden is funny, innit? Like, it's just... Especially back in the day, back in the day. Because I know that South Camden had like its rap, its own like, own rep for, <laughs> it for was its own shenanigans, <laughs> but like, South I guess. Cam- probably that's, and you know what, that's because of my year. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Wait, I think that, like, because I remember like, we went, to, so we went to somewhere in South Camden for something, I can't remember. It was, probably I think it was, basketball. Like, most likely actually, yeah, most likely. Um, I think our team played your yeah, team at probably. basketball. I um, was on the basketball team. Yeah. It was, we started. But then at the same time, I think, wait, you're 23, yeah. right? So I'm two years older. So okay. I, I was in two years above. Okay. So. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. So in that regard, I mean, that in terms of like teachers and whatnot, how were you in school, really? I guess that's the, really the, the, the nutshell. I was all right, man. I was just a funny guy, man. Was you, was you someone that enjoyed academics or? Not really, to tell the truth. Yeah. Did that I enjoyed kind of... the, my certain things, if you know what I mean. I enjoyed my certain things and then I enjoyed learning when I wanted to learn. Mm. And then that was just it. What was it that kind of made you disengage? I don't know. Teachers. I think it was just, I didn't like when people tell me what to do or how to learn. I realised that a lot of people, like from young, a lot of young people, even myself to a certain extent, I hated being told what to do. Yeah, but it's told how to learn. Yeah. That's what it was in a certain way that, do you know what I mean? Do you like, feel like it was like they were te- trying to teach everyone the same way to learn? Well, yeah, that's what that's what they used to do. Yeah. It was very much like that, do you know what I mean? Because mm. they'll teach everyone to learn. So how do you think, way. how do you learn then? How do I learn? I learn best by myself. So you're a self-learner? Yeah, I learn best by myself and then when I don't, and then when I need help, I'll, I'll ask. Do you know what I mean? Okay. That's how I'd learn. Yeah. So you're you're much more of an independent learner. Yeah, I'm more of an independent person where I'll go to a certain point where I, where I can't go no more and I need help. <laughs> and I ask for help. Do you ever have pride in asking for help, or are you very no. open to asking for help? No, I don't have pride when it, I don't have pride. <laughs> I only have pride when I need to have pride. <laughs> what do you have pride for then? I don't know. When, when I only when I need to have pride. Mm. When there's only things that you know. When I'm getting taken the piss out of, that's the only time yeah. that you really need disrespect. To have, oh yeah, disrespect is different. Then, yeah. But that's the only time you really need to have pride. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> so in terms of like, so from school, you know, I guess you know, you probably preferred more vocational aspects. Yeah. Hence why jewelry probably appealed to you. Yeah. So from leaving school until like what was it, twenty one? Yeah. What, what what happened in that gap? College, what? Let's say college. I went college in Southgate. I went. I was doing art. That was all right. Do you still draw? Well, I guess you draw. No, nah, I don't really art. draw anymore. Yeah, I don't really draw. Like, I, like I think I'm always based. I'm always. Oh, I'm always gonna more lean towards a computer, man. Yeah, I'm always gonna lean more to a computer. I can draw, but I don't like it. I was the same. So, like when I was younger, I used to love drawing, like hand drawing. Yeah. And then as soon as I got introduced to a computer. Game changer. Like, I just never went back to a pen. Never went back to a pencil. Yeah, I was like... I don't know, it's just something about drawing. I don't know. It's... But then there were, I do have moments when... I don't know. Like, I used to love to draw when I was younger, but then... When, when I was in secondary school, I mm. used to love to draw. Mm. Non-stop. Non-stop. Then when I got out, I don't know, man. Just stopped drawing. Mm. But art was good. I still had. I need, I think. I think maybe that's why I'd, I stopped drawing. I lost my love for it because I just had to do it so much. I've done it all too much. It yeah. just annoyed me. 
then get a break. So do you feel like you can have that same kind of feeling with jewelry if that if you do it for too long? Well, I don't know? love it like that. So oh, so you loved art? But yeah, because, I was. I, I loved okay. art. I was into art so much. I love. Mm. Uh, that was the thing I always wanted to do. Art mm. or something within art. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I was just very artistic. But then, yeah. Do you still like, have your drawings now? Yeah, yeah. I still have a lot of drawings I did back mm. in the day. A lot of stuff somewhere stuffed yeah. away somewhere. Fair, fair, fair. So in terms of like, so you've gone from art. Yeah, so now you've moved into jewellery now, now, and you say you've got plans to kind of make, like, I guess, would it be fair to say, like, a lifestyle brand? Yeah, basically, it is yeah. a lifestyle brand. Yeah. And, like, so... Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, it is a lifestyle... Yeah, yeah, I would say lifestyle brand. It's based for everything. Mm. And like, are you trying to, like, branch out in terms of... Are you trying to keep it very high-end, very low-end, mid-range... I'd say mid-range to tell the truth. Mm. I like mid-range. I'd like to. I'll probably it'll probably be different. You know, it will probably cater to. It would cater to everyone, but then how I'd keep it is, is I would always have a, a, a clientele of high high-end clients. Anyways, mm. that would just keep private. Anyways, mm. how important do you think it is that you've learned a skill? Yeah, it's important. Well, it's I think the imp- it's so important because now I can just. There's always something I can fall back on, anyways. Do you know what I mean? Do you I think, think like young people, like younger generations? I'm talking like yeah, yeah, 16 yeah, and yeah. so forth. Do you yeah. think that they should be pushed or encouraged more to do? Something? Yeah, no, definitely. You need a skill. You actually need a skill to do certain things. Like, like regardless of even when you're just gonna push out in this open world, you you have to learn something like from somewhere. Like, because it's not just. Like that's the thing when you're in education as well. It's like, it's not just that you're learning something. Some, something you've got a mentor. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's one of the important things that you need. A mentor. Like yeah, a mentor. Like you, every business person will tell you in the world. Yeah. Every big business person will tell you how did they got How they always had a mentor. Yeah. Would you say your cousin was your mentor? Yeah. 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 Would you, you know want to I mean? be a mentor to someone? Yeah, I, of course. I'll, you you'll end up being one anyways. I reckon. Naturally. You know, yeah, naturally you'll end up being one because you'll see someone that you'll just want to help. Yeah, and that's it. Do you think helping someone is instinctive though? Sometimes, yeah. Because then sometimes, sometimes you see a little bit of you in them, or sometimes you can see what they can do, what they mm. can become, or what they could. Or it's one of those ones where you remember. What if you was their age? What you could be doing? Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah. then, you try to tell them what they can be doing. Yeah, no. <laughs> make them realize what they can actually be doing. No, it's true. Cause funnily enough, like I've got a mentee. So yeah. I mentor um a, a young girl, and she's like what eighteen now. Yeah. So not so young, but young yeah, nonetheless. Yeah. And it's been amazing to see like how she's blossomed and okay, how she's yeah, like yeah, yeah. grown, and the fact that she can then turn to me and be like, "Oh, I'm applying to uni now." I, I need help with my personal statement, things of that accord. It's like, it's rewarding in my regard, but at the same time, where I didn't have a mentor at her age, I guess I can now, like, at least bridge that gap so at least someone saying? else doesn't yeah, have to yeah. suffer. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, a mentor is, is, is a very important thing. Man. What do you think your, your cousin taught you as a mentor, beyond the professionalism and obviously the craft itself? What kind of, like, aspects of wisdom did he teach you, I guess? Um, hmm... I, couldn't, I don't know about wisdom. He's just taught me about the. He's taught me about the grills, the the whole jewelry game, like mm. from a. From a, I would say a real point of view. What would you say like a major key he's dropped to you? Major key. Yeah. Grills. <laughs> yeah. Just everything about grills. Yeah, he taught me how to make grills. That's a. That's the key. <laughs> Fair play. Because you know, play. like you know, is like like again, so many people are trying to get onto this grills thing at the moment, like, mm. and I know people people. People are people are trying to charge for to teach and mm-hmm. even to do to make grills. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I heard I heard a story. Some some guy somewhere up in Sheffield or something is trying to teach. He's charging five grand <laughs> for grills to charge. Yeah, to teach how to make grills. Oh, to teach. That's not. Boy, if someone signs up to it, then you know that's what. That's it is. what I'm saying. Yeah. But <laughs> would you then teach someone to make grills? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would teach someone to make grills, but bring them on. As an apprentice kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, as yeah. an apprentice kind of thing. But you wouldn't want to teach them so then they can then, then they thereafter then become a competitor. Yeah. Okay. 
Cause it's it, but it would it would only be like that anyways if if they wanted to do it for themselves. And it's very easy, that's the thing in jewellery, like, that's the thing in jewellery, like, where you have to distinguish, like, everyone's their own brand anyways, because everyone wants to make their own jewellery, do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, the only way, so that, do you know what I mean, I'm Jay Jules, you, you would be you, yeah. but if we're working underneath one brand, then it's different, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's what, that's what it would be, like, you wouldn't want to, you'll be making jewellery for that one brand, like, mm. it's a different thing, like, especially where it's not underneath your name anyways, yeah. so... And that's the thing with certain times, especially with jewellery. Everyone wants to have, to have their name as well in the lights. This is true. So, do you know what I mean? And then you'd want your some guy to come work for you. Do you know and what I mean? That's going to say, and yeah, yeah, that wants his own name. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's definitely gonna. Do you think there's a lot? Do you think there's a lot of ego then in jewellery? Like considering that everyone wants their name to be on something. Yeah, there is, but it, there would be because it's like you made it. Do you know what I mean? You made this thing with your bare hands, like. True. I think I remember like with my uncle as well, like with his jewellers in India, it's like he would make sure everyone knew his name. Yeah. And he would make sure that like he made it because he had a very distinctive style. Yeah, yeah. That's and I it. think it's like because he had that distinctive style, people would know it's his jewellery. And it's like I can look at my mum's jewellery and be like, yeah, uncle made that. Yeah. And it's just I guess it's very fair in saying that I guess like when you make something, you want to put your name on it. You know, I think on the flip side, I guess with my brand or like things that I've been working on, I've tried to want to push myself away and use the brand as a screen because yeah. I don't necessarily like the attention as such. But do you think you've, that's, that's, I guess that's another I got a question I don't want an interesting question, like being in the jewellery space, obviously you're working on high value stuff. Do you think it's brought any unnecessary attention towards you or any negative attention towards you? Nah, not at all. Are you ever mindful in terms of what you're wearing or anything to that accord? Or are you just kind of free, roam freely? Not really. Mm. No. So it's just pretty much life is normal. Yeah. Yeah. Life is normal. Well, I live. You got to remember as well. Like I live on Hatton Garden, anyways. Yeah. Fair. Do you know fair, what I mean? Fair. Like so. <laughs> fair. So there's not much. Any only places I'm going is when I'm going places, anyway. So mm. I'm necessarily around jewelry all the time, anyway. So. No, I understand. So, what's the next 12, 18 months for you? Um, more work, doing grills, loads of grills, probably a pop-up. And um, when this new grills company up from going. Mm. So, those are your main focuses, the grills yeah, company. Yeah. So, do you think like you're very much established now to kind of kick one? Yeah. Yeah. It's the grills company is the main thing, though. Cool. That's the main thing that's going to that's basically in the works. That's going to be interesting to see because it's like, I feel like you've got a, a, well, a it's, fair... It's different. Do you know, it's, it's going to be different because yeah. it's bigger. It's going to be bigger than what... Most people are doing. Well, all the other grill companies will get blown away because it's going to be bigger and it's not on the same level. And it's not like, it's not like, it's not like I'm saying it. Like, it's just because... I'll be running it like it's a flipping workshop, like like a factory. <laughs> like this, okay. the, this is the thing. Like I'm trying to come like it's yeah, a like factory. a regiment. Yeah, kind of like it's like it's a factory. Like yeah. like it's not just. Do you know what I mean? Like other grill peoples that are doing it, it's just maybe them and all them and their guy. Or do you know yeah. what I mean? Want to, so like, are you trying to literally like? I'm trying I guess... to, like I said, I'm trying to do it as a proper company. Like so, employee. like are you trying to do volume as well as mm -hmm. like value? So people trying to have a couple people on benches. Yeah. And people doing other things as well, like okay, you know so you're really trying to scale it. Yeah, okay. scale. That would be pretty interesting to see. I mean, it looks like you've got a lot of things in work. I guess it will be interesting to see when the website comes out. Yeah, I'll most definitely push it. You know, you're more than welcome to be on the website. No, well, that's that's what we'll, we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah, anyway, definitely. But yeah, no, it's been really interesting to kind of learn your journey and kind of like speak about. I guess a field that you don't necessarily come across too often. Like jewelry is a very unique game in its own right. But yeah. Um, yeah, where can people connect to you and where can people like get in touch? Well, the main place is, the main place is Instagram anyways. Mm. Like Instagram, um, that's Mr. J Jules. Mm. Yeah, I'd say that's just the main place. Instagram, Twitter's the same, Mr. J Jules. Mm. Yeah, that's just the main places. Cool, main places to get in touch with you yeah. and then the website's coming out the anytime. The website it will not be coming out. Like I'd say 
Within six months, it'll cool, be here. Cool, cool. Definitely within six months. I'm gonna hold you to that because I'm waxed now. Yeah. So you know, in six months time, I can play this back to yeah. you. So I always do this to people. So don't worry. Yeah, um, that's good. But no, like at the same time, it's been very interesting to like kind of explore your journey. Like I think you're gonna do very great things, and the quality of your work speaks for itself. I'm gonna get a grow from you myself. Yep. So you'll see that in my mouth. <laughs> um, but in the same regard, like yeah, um, make sure you connect with Jay. You know, check out his work buy a grill, buy a gold tooth, buy a chain, whatever you're looking for. But yeah, that's another episode of Finding Your Forte. And as always, find your forte, live your forte, and love your forte. Find your forte. Live your forte.